Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast, where we take a look at some scripture. We discuss what it means and how to walk it out. If you're joining us today for the first time, you're joining us on our last scripture episode of our week-long discussion about trust. So tomorrow we'll have an episode, but it won't contain specific scriptures we're looking at. It'll just be a conversation about trust and uh, how that looks in mine and Aaron's everyday life. Uh, today we will be reading Mark twenty or Mark twelve twenty nine through thirty one. Uh, it's the greatest commandment verse, if you don't know. Uh, and we'll be discussing how that has to do with trust, and specifically how it has to do with trusting other people. Uh, but before we do that, um, Aaron, how are you doing today, bud? I'm doing well. Um... A uh, little tired. I worked some overtime today. Uh, worked on a different shift with different people. Uh, actually, our whole team came in to help another shift, and that's always a difficult situation, you know, with feelings, um, because you have different people coming in, and our boss is telling them pretty much just to let us do things, and so we had some attitudes. Um, we ramped up production. We we shortened some numbers, which made it a even faster pace than normal. Uh, so, man, I'm just really wore out right now. Um, it's hard enough working the four tens, let alone five tens. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready to uh, sleep in tomorrow. Uh, but um, I, I, I've been doing better <clears throat> with not getting so frustrated with, with my job and hating it. I, I found ways to enjoy it. Um, there's little things I've been improving on in my life that I noticed today overall, uh, just sitting around thinking at, at break time for some reason. So I feel happy about that. Um, my girlfriend's at the store right now getting some stuff to make some nachos because, again, she's wonderful and fantastic and takes the best care of me ever. So I'm going to make some nachos. It's going to be a good evening. How was your day? My day was good, man. I was I was glad that it was Friday. Uh, you know, it's my first week back at work, and so or back at a job. I don't want to say work like I've worked there before, but it's my first week back in that kind of five day a week work mode, and so it was hard. You know, like I uh, your body has to build up that energy. So I was super glad it was Friday. Um, but work's going really well. I think that people are impressed with how what how fast I'm picking things up, and I got to work by myself today. So our job is very individualized. You you get to uh, unload a truck from a dock and break down the pallets to however those those items need to be stored in the warehouse. Somebody else will come and pick that up. So they left me by myself today for the first time, and that was cool. I was really happy. Um, I'm glad that they trust me to do that already. So I don't know if it's normal or if it's fast. I'm not sure, but I was happy with it. And then me and my nephew went to work out, and Enrique killed it. He uh, he killed it, gave max effort on DT today. He had to do a little bit lighter weight, but he's going to get there, I think, really fast. He's improving so much that probably the next time we do it, uh, he'll be he'll be ready to go. And then I did DT with the 155, and I got 1140, I think. And it was a little bit slower than what I wanted, but I was really happy with the effort that I gave. So I, I didn't even care that much that it was not a great time because uh, I gave max effort. And so 
super happy. I made I made some reservations tomorrow for uh, something for me and my girlfriend, our first official date. I don't want to say what it is because she tends to listen to the podcast, so I want to surprise her. But I'm really excited about that, man, and I'm I'm doing great. I'm smiling right now. I was in the bathroom in the shower. I always have these thoughts in the shower, right? I was just thinking about how great God's been. Like, I was specifically thinking about my girlfriend and how happy I am that she's in my life. And I just, you know, it hit me. You know, God is so great. He gave me that relationship. And uh I started tearing up. I was just so thankful that God's been working in my life the way he has been. And that I've been able to see it because God is always working in your life. We've discussed that greatly, you know. Uh But it's it's especially rewarding when you can see it. And so I was super thankful. But, yeah, that was my day. Well, that's awesome, man. That's a, that's a pretty good day then. We, we're on a, yeah. on a roll of good days lately. Yeah, man, it seems seems up and up, which is a little worrisome because you start to worry about the storm. But uh, as we as we talked about, we do not worry about tomorrow. So, uh, all right, I think we're ready to go. Do you want to go ahead and pray us in? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. When If you are, I'll get us started. Uh, Lord, we just thank you again for another good day. We thank you that we can come together. We we just uh, ask that you'll continue to use us as we go about the podcast, that you'll give us some wisdom, some insight, give us some nuggets to share with our listeners. Um, just pray for our listeners, that you'll just bless them, that you'll give them peace and understanding, that you'll begin to build trust in their hearts. Uh, we just ask that you put people in their lives to show them trust and model that for them. Uh, we thank you for our listeners. Uh, we thank you for our friendship. Uh, Lord, uh, just looking at what we've been through and where we've come from and, and all the times that we sit in the yard hanging out, working out, or walking the track to where we can now conversate on the phone and, and do this podcast, uh, it's just an amazing uh, journey, and we thank you for it. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Man, I am excited. I'm excited for this one. So this is a topic near and dear to my heart, right? So I think that something that often gets overlooked as a Christian is that that aspect of trusting people but not trusting in. So we're going to go ahead and get dive into this uh, scripture and we'll talk about it. In uh, Mark, I almost said Matthew, Mark 12, 29, which I had a little trouble finding earlier, Um it says, the most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Man, what a powerful scripture. So at, at first glance, we look at the scripture. And we just automatically assume it's talking about loving your neighbor and loving God. But I think that when you dig deeper, you got to find out what love is, what love mm-hmm. is. And so me and Aaron talked about this beforehand. We, When we want to know what love is, when we want to know what God's perfect love for us looks like, there's a Bible verse that says it. Aaron, do you know the Bible verse off the top of your head? First uh, Corinthians 13. First Corinthians 13. Four through eight. Four through eight. Uh, but we're going to focus on one portion of it, right? 
Well, I'm going to focus on one portion. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. So when we talk about loving our neighbor, right, as as Jesus tells us in in Mark 12, 20, 28, or 29, and as, G, as the Bible verse tells us in Luke as well and in Matthew, right, when we talk about loving our neighbor, what is love? Well, I believe that to love your neighbor, you have to trust them. And this is especially important when you don't want to trust them or when the world tells you not to trust them. Because love keeps no record of wrong. And so that means that you have to trust somebody at their word. Aaron, is is that a fair statement? Do you agree with that? <clears throat> I, I definitely agree with that. When When we look at this verse in context of the biblical definition of love, um, so one of the, the big stories that come to mind with me is is Jesus at the Last Supper. Um, when he's sitting there and he's like, hey, I'm telling you guys, one of you is going to betray me. And they're all like, oh, no, no. Even Judas is like, oh, no. And he says, look, it's the one that's eating and dipping in the cup. But my favorite thing is that he still ate with him. Like, he didn't kick him out. He didn't. None of that. Like, he was still there. Peter denied denied him, and he knew it was going to happen. Like he said, hey, you're going to do this. But he still invested in him. He still walked with him. He still loved him. Um, and that definition of love means putting your trust in God first and foremost, which builds that trust with other people. And that trust is in... in and the confidence. So I, I look at it, as, and, and I know the way that that you're going to explain that. And I look at it as we, of course, aren't trusting in that person, but we're trusting them through God. So when I when I trust, like I trust you, but I don't put my trust in you. Like that's not my, my confidence and assurance is not in you, but I, I trust you to have my best interest. I trust you to be there for me. I, I trust you to, to, to love me. I, all those things. And and I, I know you feel the same with me. I know that I've let you down. There's times that, that you, you make me angry. It, it doesn't mean that I love you any less or completely write you off and, oh, I don't trust you anymore. Uh, because that's not love. We, we just said it takes no account of wrongs. So I can't sit around and count up everyone's wrong. Uh, how many times have we seen someone? They're like, "Well, I don't like, I don't trust them because they did this, this, and this." But that—that's not love. Like, if I'm loving them, I'm not looking at what they're doing wrong. I'm—I'm I'm just not. Uh, it, in the definition of love, that—that that becomes a very difficult area to walk in in the natural. Mm. Because we want to be like, oh, well, they hurt me, or they could hurt me, or they've hurt someone else, and I've seen it, so now I don't want them in my life. But but that's not what the Scripture is telling us. It, it says yeah. to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. Uh, so... I <clears throat> So, first, I want to take a small pause from the scripture because I want to tell you something. And uh, 
just some affirmation, man. I sometimes when you speak, I think, man, God has put the spirit in him, and uh, and I just felt that. And I I was telling uh, my girlfriend the other day, I love when you speak like that because I know you're my mentor. You're the man I look up to in Christ, and it's just super cool for me to say that. So just a little affirmation before I get back to to the verses. Um, so thank you because that was amazing. I appreciate that. Uh, so I, man, I can't, I can't really say it any better than that. So there, for those of you who are out there and says, hey, look, the Bible tells me not to trust people because there is verse after verse after verse about not putting your trust in people. But guys, there's a difference between trusting somebody and putting your trust in them. And I think that you did a very good job of breaking that down. So one of the things I like to remind people, especially my Christian friends, is, guys, you can't, you, you cannot be let down by people because you know that people are going to fail. That's just what people do. I fail Aaron. I feel, fail my family. I fail my girlfriend. I fail people on a daily basis. That's what I do. That's the human nature of me, right? That is what happens. But that does not mean that you can't trust people. You can trust them because whether or not they do it, you're still going to be fine because you trust in God, right? And that's the really cool thing. If if I say, hey, Aaron, can you do this for me? And he says, yeah, sure, no problem, right? I trust him because even if he doesn't, there's a plan in that from God. I I put my trust in God. But I trust Aaron, and I accept his word, right? His word said yes, and I accept that. And it doesn't matter if Aaron has never failed me before or failed me a hundred times. The problem is this is a hard thing to do. I, I like how you said that. It's very difficult to walk out in a natural world. So if we read all the things that love is, man, think about somebody you love and how you have not shown all those things that love is. That's okay. We understand it's a hard area to walk. And I understand that this might be difficult for somebody to, to accept at face value. You may, you may have gone through things that traumatized you in a way that you won't even speak about. And I understand that it's hard to trust people because of that. And I'm not saying you have to do it tonight or tomorrow, but this is, that's one of those difficult parts of being a Christian is we have to be trying to get there. You don't have to be there, but you have to be trying to get there to that place where you love your neighbor. And when you love your neighbor, you don't love your neighbor in like, oh, he's all right. I love him. You love your neighbor in a godly way that God tells us to love. It's a hard thing, man. I I struggle. Like the crazy thing is I struggle with loving people the, the way God tells me to when they're my family, when they're people I enjoy. Like I struggle loving Aaron that way, right? Because I get angry with Aaron. Or, uh, or I, I'm not patient. I, all the time I do that. So I'm not saying it's easy, but trusting people is loving them and you have to strive for that. What do you think? Uh, I mean, definitely. Um, it's, it's just so hard to do. I think about little situations in in my life. Um, uh, so in a, in a relationship, especially, and I think that relationships are beautiful in the fact that it's the closest earthly representation as far as relationship with God. 
is is learning to love someone, learning to uh, cohabitate with someone. Uh, you have to you have to make allowances, as we've talked about. You have to make room for their wants and needs because that's love. And when we love someone, we do those things. When we look at something like love, doesn't take account of wrongs. Um, so how many times, like like my girlfriend and I, like, like we haven't really fought necessarily, but we've had some conversations and maybe argued um, with some things that we both deal with in our life. That, that I continue to go back to. Like when something else comes up, I continue to go back to that. Um, but but that's not what the scripture is telling us as far as love. Like, like I can't account for that wrong. It might not be something that I like. It's it's something that I don't prefer to see in people. And it's nothing wrong necessarily. It's it's something I don't like. But I can't continue to to go to that. If, if I truly love her, then I don't account for her wrongs, and I have to, yeah, I have to treat it as if it's not even there. But by this standard, by by this definition, um, that's one hundred percent correct. Even and that goes with that's a, a really good example. But even like you said, with with us, like, like you know, we annoy the crap out of each other. Yes, we but do. Even that, I have to treat you as. Those things don't exist. You know, my, my friend Brady drives me insane. Like, there's a couple mm. things I want to strangle him, but if I love him, I overlook those because love doesn't take account of that. Uh, so I have to stop looking at it and stop trying to fix them. It's not my job to fix them. It's my job to trust in the Lord to fix them and give them my love and trust. And trust, yes. I think that's 100% right. I think that, uh, you know, most of the time we look at people, like we always say, you know, trust is uh, easily lost but hard to gain. But I think that what the scripture tells us is that it can't be hard to gain because it's got to already be there. Love your neighbor. You know, uh, like one of, I've seen this meme and uh, I love it, right? It says, uh, um, Jesus, it's a picture, like a painting of Jesus in the crowd, right? And it's Jesus saying, love your neighbor. And there's some guy in the crowd says, what if he's gay? <laughs> and he says, three, he says three other things, right? I think like, what if he's gay? What if he's poor? What if he's an immigrant? And uh, underneath it, it says, did I stutter? And I love that, right? I ab- I absolutely love that. I think that's so amazing. Uh because I imagine Jesus doing that today. But one of those things, loving your neighbor is everybody, right? So we can talk about, like, well, I don't have to trust that guy. He lives three miles down the road. That's your neighbor, right? Yeah. So that is, the, you know, a good Samaritan, the good Samaritan story is a perfect example of neighbor, right? And your neighbor is anybody because anybody might be that person to stop and help you. Uh, if you got, don't know the story of the Good Samaritan, right, it's not just some Good Samaritan law that they passed. There's a story in the Bible about it. Please look it up. I can't tell you which verse it is. Um, but if you don't know it, look it up because, A, it's just a great story. I love the Bible, man. But uh, it also can help explain what I'm trying to say, that everybody, everybody is your neighbor. So you have to love everybody. And in this specific context, what we're talking about is if you love everybody, you trust everybody. Now, that 
does not mean that everybody will always do what you expect them to do, right? We know that there are going to be people who fail us because we fail everybody as well. We know this, but keep trusting. And guys, again, I like I really don't want to make it seem like I'm telling you guys you have to change this overnight because our past experiences make this hard. Satan has been in the work in our lives for, I mean, me for me, 30 years. For Aaron, like 60 or 70 years. Right. Satan has been there for a long time. Uh, so I know that his his voice is still pretty powerful telling you not to trust people and not to to trust them to be a man or a woman of their word. But God tells them to tells us to love them and to love them means to have no record of wrongdoing and to ex- expect that their their word is true. So trust people. And you might get hurt from it. But it's okay because God will still be there and God will see you through that pain. But we have Amen. to trust each other. Amen. Well, I think that's the the perfect summary there. I mean, that's really it. It's it's just something that we have to do. Uh, so so I have a little friend, my little friend Zach, um, who's my workout partner when I was in Hutch. He was a he's a college wrestler. He's just a, a, a super athlete. Um, it's sickening how easy he made every workout. But once one thing, I was doing these muscle ups, man, and I just couldn't get them. Like I couldn't figure it out. Everyone kept saying, "Oh, you're there, you're there." And Zach would always come along and be like, "Look, dude, stop not doing it and start doing it." And that was that was a thing for a long time. Was just quit not doing it and do it. Uh, and, and that's really just what we have to do. And, and, and yeah, you're, you might get hurt. You probably will. But but God is a healer of broken hearts, and He's there to mend relationships. And, and some of the best relationships I, I that I know of come through hurts and hangups and things like that. Uh, so it's just something we got to do. We gotta we gotta get it together. Yeah, I think that uh, man, trust people. It might hurt. But that's what God calls us to do. So, guys, as always, I'm just going to give a quick, uh, please reach out to us. Um, I know that we have listeners who have been reaching out on our Facebook page. That's awesome. I know that uh, my girlfriend listens. She's also been talking to me about it. That's awesome. Uh, please reach out to us. Let us know. We'll, we'll always shout you out to let people know. We We appreciate the support. So let us know. You can find us on Facebook at Average Joe's Bible Study um, Podcast. You can just search it. It'll pop up. You can find us on Instagram at Average Joe's Bible Study. And, of course, I say my la- my favorite for the last here, uh, on Twitter. Our Twitter is at Joe B-I-B-L, study, or at Joe Bible Study, as I like to call it. Reach out. Let us know what you think, guys. We're really interested Uh also, you can find us there so you can share us with friends. You know, even if you're not interested in, in commenting, share us, with, share us with friends, share us with people who you think might benefit from this or people who we might benefit from getting in contact with, guys. We're all always open to suggestions. So uh, just a quick uh, plea for interaction. And with that, I think I'm going to pray us out. And, hey, guys, tomorrow we'll have a really good just discussion about how trust has played out or maybe some times where we should have been more trusting in God and we weren't. I know I've got some stories that I'm going to tell and uh, it's going to be a fun conversation. Right on, man. Aaron? 
Anything? Um, no. Yeah. I, I, dude, that's, that's, that's it. all I got. That, all right. Pray, bro. Attitude of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time that we can come come before you, get into your word, learn you better, God. We know that as a Christian, we need to consistently be seeking you and trying to gain more information, God. We know that we want to move from being children or infants of the faith, being fed by milk, to being fed with real substance, to being mature in the faith. And we, we believe this is a great way to do it, so thank you. Thank you for the podcast. It's an opportunity for me and Aaron to discuss with other people how we feel, how we, we read your Bible, how we interpret it, how we try to learn your word. We thank you for the blessings that we have in our life, God. We know we're in a time, a season of joy. And that always won't be the, the season we have. We know that. But we know that we have peace. We always have seasons of peace because you are the creator of our seasons in our life. So we thank you for that. We thank you that you sent your son down to die for our sins. We know that there's nothing that we could ever to do to deserve that, yet you still did it. And we will accept that grace freely. Thank you so much. In your son Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Love you, bro. Have a good night. Yep, yep, yep.